Hello, hello, Ted. (laughs) I thought you were going to chime right in there. Yeah, well, welcome to episode two of season two of Ted and Michael Read Sketches into Microphones. I'm Michael Paul Smith. I'm Ted. Last name redacted. (laughs) And we just want to, you know, thank you guys for listening. But you know what? I'm kind of done with the overthinking. So just can we do like a meta thank you for all the support? I feel like it's like when I'm at your apartment, I don't ask if I can have a cup of water. I just help myself. Just guys, help yourself. There's stuff in the fridge. Put your hand in the cookie jar. Enjoy. Welcome. Wash your hands. We love you guys. We don't have to say it all the time. Your family. All right. Let's get on with it. Yeah, that's enough of that. Yeah. Let's get in the shower. All right, listeners, head to the dimmer switch and lower those lights. Light your candles. Lay back in your favorite chair. It's time to shower with Mike. Hey, good looking. Thanks for getting the water nice and hot for me. You don't mind if I hang up my favorite t-shirt and steam it up, do you? It's wrinkly, and I've been told that I can wear a tie-dye shirt as long as it's not wrinkled and still get a table at Le Bernadon. Ooh, yeah, that feels nice. Maybe I'll start from the bottom up this time. I mean, feet bottom, not my bottom bottom. Yeah, gotta get in between the toes. I'm out of odor eaters, so I have to be extra vigilant. You know, I really admire rats. I mean, every human on earth wants them dead, and yet still they thrive. It's like the born identity times two billion. Not even Matt Damon could survive that. This has been another installment of Shower with Mike. Are you tired of looking at pictures of your friend's kids on social media? Are you ready to give in to the pressure to pop out a few dependents of your own? But men are mostly terrible. And are all the donors at the clinic really Harvard graduates? What if I told you that there was a way to get all the attention and pregnancy plaudits without the headaches and responsibilities of actual childbearing? Introducing the new Tyburn Industries Fraud Kits brand Pregnancy Kit. For just six easy payments of $19.99, we'll send you a carefully designed package with everything you'll need to have that shower, get those presents, and get your parents off your back. Plus, you'll never need to change a diaper, let alone buy one. Think of all the money you'll save on formula, because let's face it, if you're considering this at all, you weren't going to breastfeed anyway. Your kit will include a silicone belly, an anatomy chart to help you to complain about back pain, baby naming books to be strewn about your residence, a partially assembled baby carriage or cradle, a fake doctor's number with a trained actor that will take your calls and call to confirm appointments when you're out at brunch with your friends, a poetic-sounding letter that you can send to your favorite ex-boyfriend to convince him to first attend your Lamaze classes, then soon after come back to you for the sake of the kid that isn't even his. A stainless steel mug so you can continue to partake in the alcohol of your choice without anyone being the wiser. 
And if anyone asks for a sip of the mug's contents, you simply have to tell them that you're keeping close track of your water intake. We'll also have a trained actor call you from an insurance company to badger you about premiums and copays. This will incite people in your life to lend you money that you'll never have to pay back. And when you're ready to give up the ruse, we have your exit strategy all mapped out. Simply tell your liberal friends that you gave the child up to a well-off, handsome gay couple from the Upper West Side of Manhattan, and tell your conservative friends that you gave the child up to an evangelical monastery. We'll send you studio-quality photo evidence of both. Simply switch the photos depending on who's visiting. It will plausibly end your charade with a grand finale. Fraud Kits. Buy before you lie. And now we present a professional athlete, Boyfriend. Hey, want to order Chinese? Well, Chinese is always good to have around, no question about it. I've ordered a lot of Kung Pao recently, and, I, and hopefully I can keep it going throughout the week. You hate Kung Pao. No, Kung Pao is always a strong option right out of the gate. I've had a lot of success with Kung Pao in the past. I think I'm going to go with that. It's been good. Yeah, but you always say it's too spicy. It is, but at the end of the day, I sort of see it as a rivalry. It's like we both enjoy the energy, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just a regular meal, just a regular season meal. Uh, when the time comes, we'll both have a job to do. It's my job to eat it, and it's, uh, it's the food's job to be as spicy as it can be, and I think we, can, we both can enjoy the hype that's involved. So I'll try to keep it up, just play my game, and hopefully it'll keep me going for the okay. next couple meals. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, where should we order from? I think Szechuan Dynasty is a good option for me. We took a chance on them in the spring, and they've really come through. Just a solid second or third line meal option, pretty solid. It's all about whoever gets more scallions on the cutting board, really. Okay. Do you want me to order? I don't know. You'll have to talk to uh, you'll have to talk to the Skip about that. I can't uh, can't verify that. I can't say who who is Skip. Does he work at the restaurant? Well, if I make the call, I think there's a good chance that we'll be on the same page. I think it'll increase the chances of us having an accurate meal. But at the end of the day, it's it's not about me. It's about our meal as a whole. It's about everybody at the table. It's not about individual bites. It's not about individual meals. It's about the whole group atmosphere. You know, I got to think about everybody else. If we come out with a win, it's it's. Uh, I'd rather have a bad meal if it means we all come out with a win. It's about the whole meal. It's not just about me. We're a team. We just got to take it one dish at a time. A team? How many people are... Did you invite people over to my apartment again? I thought we talked about this. All right. Thanks, guys. What guys? And why aren't you looking at me? Do you have someone on speakerphone or something? Oh, whatever. I'm ordering Italian. This has been a professional athlete. Boyfriend. <laughs> I think that, that sketch went pretty well. I think we left it all out there. Uh, you got to drop no, it, dude. It just, I just I just try to put it all out there for Mike, 10 minutes. Mike, Mike, the sketch game. is over. You got to drop it. I am a method actor, Ted. I know, and nothing is How many more chairs do I have to break when you insist that oh I break character? God. I insist that I break I'm going to throw my myself furniture. against the wall next. Here's another sketch, gang. And now, Donald J. Trump and Stephen Miller playing the board game Guess Who? Is your person wearing a furry hat? Sir? 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 No, Stephen. My person is not wearing a furry hat, okay? Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, he's certainly not wearing the kind of hat that they wear in Russia, okay? And if he was, it's certainly not the kind of hat that's not been given to me many, many times by not close associates of President Putin, okay? If those hats were included in gift baskets filled with cultural souvenirs that were meant to curry favor with me and to accompany blackmail overtures, then yeah, sure, maybe, 
Maybe I'd recognize it. Okay, but it's not, so I don't. Okay? Okay. I never said Russian. I also never said Ukrainian. It's fake news, Stephen. Okay, the whole game is a rigged hoax designed to swing the election for crooked, ugly Hillary. The election's over, sir. Although there is another one right around the corner. Would your person build a self-driving car? Or drive a regular car backwards into a roadside memorial at two miles an hour? I don't understand. Oh, come on, Stephen. Would your person's name be a recurring joke in a John Hughes movie? I, uh, I'm not the biggest John Hughes fan. Stephen, you're killing me. If your person was crazy rich, okay, would they have, like, a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I I think I get it now. Or... Did your person's parents operate a dry cleaner and an ethnic restaurant? Yes. Is your person... Is your person... Sir, it's my turn. Never mind that. Is your person Takagi? Is your person Boris? I asked you first. It was my turn, sir. Is your person Boris? Sir, is your person Boris? You can tell me. Stephen, you're fired. I'm sorry, sir. Yes, yes, you win. And just like that, Stephen, you're unfired, okay? Whew. Thank you, sir. Total and complete vindication, okay? That's what I just got. This has been Donald Trump and Stephen Miller playing Guess Who? Welcome to what will likely be the final and quite a hurried edition of Werner Herzog Interviews Steve Zahn. Not sure if our microphones are picking it up at this time, but there are helicopters making their way to Steve and I. Oh, thank God. Sounds like Blackhawks to me, Steve. They will have boots on the ground in moments. There's no way they will believe you came here voluntarily and stayed because of your love of great conversation. Well, maybe you can turn yourself in, Warner. Uh, maybe they'll go easy on you, and I promise I won't press charges. Damn that Tom Hanks and Harrison Ford. I will never let them harm you, Steve. We will die before that happens. Oh, you think it's Tom Hanks and Harrison Ford up there rescuing me? It's probably just a SWAT team. How did they find my lair? My beloved Falcon's Talon. Well, they probably triangulated your internet, and you're also a a pretty well-known guy. Um, I, th- I think I heard paparazzi outside. Steve, my adrenaline is pumping and my palms are damp with sweat. Feel them. Oh. My heartbeat has turned rapid. It's like the first time I saw you in Steven Soderbergh's film adaptation of Elmore Leonard's novel, Out of Sight. Well, thanks. Uh, most people don't usually remember me for that movie. Um, but why don't you just keep talking for five or ten more minutes, Warner, and uh, we'll just see where we are then. Do you smell that, Steve? It is the stink of Tom Hanks' fear. I smell you, coward. Come at me, Hanks. Jonesy, circle around. See if you can find an open window. I want snipers on that hill. We're in position, boss. Just kick in the door. No one takes a shot unless I give the green. Shh. Steve, if we live through this, I promise to run you a warm bath and feed you cotton candy as you soak your weary bones. Thank you, Warner. I appreciate the offer of water and candy. Steve, if today I reach the gates of heaven, I will tell St. Peter to please return me to my mortal coil, for I was having the greatest day of my life. Shall we go hand in hand into the darkness, my sweet Steve? Zon, scream if you can hear us. Yes, we're down here. He's unarmed. 
Come on! Herzog, you can end this. Come out. Oh, come on! You guys are a SWAT team and you got shields. Just come in! Steve, my only regret is that our names will never be carved inside a heart on an old willow tree. Well, Warner, I will visit you in prison and I'll bring a sharpie and we can write it on the table. Open up! We have a warrant! It would appear that this is the universe's way of saying that what we have is too powerful for the world to understand, Steve. don't you worry. This is that thing that we do. We're gonna get you out, buddy. Before we say goodbye, please swallow this capsule. No, thank you. Swallow the capsule. This has been the last episode of Werner Herzog interview, Steve, son. Steve, you're biting my thumb. Don't be a baby. It's just a capsule. Not my thumb, the capsule. Werner Herzog finally just broke mentally. Yeah, it's kind of creepy how that tape just sort of cuts off, like maybe somebody stepped on it or something. I think the weirder thing was that when that was mailed to us, there was no return address. We have no idea who sent that to us. Whoa. Or if they're still alive. Well, we have some idea. I mean, you know, got to narrow it down pretty quickly, I think. Something to think about, people. Stay woke. I'd like to dedicate this episode to sudden switches to sobering tones. There's nothing better when you intend to make people think that what you're saying is serious and important than a change to sobering tones. Chills. Right? Really good. Thank you. Sobering tones. Stay tuned for our outtakes, which are always very popular. And we have a new episode coming out next week, so keep your eyes open for that if you haven't already subscribed. Of course, And f- guys, keep shooting us emails. We love uh, hearing from you. Thank you very much. I thought we were done with the thanking, with the overthanking. I- Just say we love hearing from you, or we appreciate, but you can't contradict what I said this episode. These episodes are not that long. I'm sorry, Mike. Thank you for the note. God damn it. I bet Dean Martin would have been really fun to shower with. Great acoustics for his singing. Man, the jokes that guy had. That was a real cut-up. Most of the time wasn't really drunk. Also, Martinelli's uh, cider in a rocks glass. Great. Yeah, good. So that was it. Great. Two take Tonys. There you go. Oh, come on, Steven. Would your person's name be a recurring joke in a John Hughes movie? I love John Hughes, by the way. I thought he was really fantastic. What an auteur. What an auteur. Sir, I think we've been playing this game in a very racist manner. And now you're unfired. It's just that easy. It's that easy to unfire someone. They just have to kiss a little boot. You know what I mean? You just kiss a little boot. You put your lips on the boots. You kiss them. You're unfired. It's that easy. Just put put a kiss on the boot. Kisses on the boots. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your approval. Now maybe the nightmares will stop. Throw down your schnitzel and come out with your hands up. There are two ways to leave, Herzog. Out the front door, or out the front door in a body bag. Don't forget that dream. Uh, I vote no on that, Warner. I think maybe we just wait and see if uh, uh, Tom Hanks... Steve. uh, Maybe you can have a showdown with Tom Hanks if he kicks in the door. Come on! Steve. No, Warner. No. Zahn and Herzog, Zahn and Herzog. Michael Reed Sketches into Microphones was written by Michael Paul Smith and Ted O'Gorman, with some room for improvisation because this is a comedy podcast, you guys. We're not tied to the page. The podcast was produced by me, Jillian Pensavalli, and edited by me and Michael Paul Smith. You can subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews help a lot, and to be honest, you don't want to be on Ted's bad side. Follow the guys on Twitter at Ted and Michael, individually at MPSmithNYC and at Ted O'Gorman, and use the hashtag Ted and Michael on all the things. 
For love notes and hate mail, use tedandmichael at gmail.com. Visit tedandmichael.com for episodes and full credits, including voiceover actors and music tracks. Thanks again for listening. Stay weird, friends. Mm-hmm.